and welcome my VIP peeps and welcome to the VIP membership area. I am so honored that you decided to join us in the VIP membership area because it really demonstrates your dedication to horses, your dedication to horse wisdom and dedication to yourself to continually learn. And as a bonus for being in this particular membership area, we get to hear more from Alyssa Aubrey. So hi again, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, oh, I'm gonna have to edit that. <laughs> hi, Alyssa. <laughs> I, I like that name. That's, that's, I feel like an Elizabeth today. Let's try yeah, that. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so uh, I'll have them cut that out. So hi, it's nice to see you again. Nice to see you too. So one of the things I'd like to do uh, as a special bonus for our VIP members is for you to get a, go a little bit deeper. We talked about the concepts and some beautiful things in our first interview. So it would be great. And I always love to hear the case studies of how did you do that? What if people want to know more about, well, how does this work? How might I use even some of this? If you could kind of tell us that whole little story of the case, that would be great. Sure. I'd love to. Um, so thank you for having me back. I, I've been working the last um, year and a half with um, a wonderful executive coach. And uh, so much so that in her contract with her business clients, uh, she requires them to come out here. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's taking a beat on the bar, That's right? Really taking, yes. Yeah. Uh, she believes in the work so much. And in particular, getting the client in the body, the somatic experience of being here and, um, and what that can bring up for people. So typically after her three, what she calls her 360 assessment evaluation, um, often the presentation is a client who comes out and spends three and a half hours here, we call it a half day. So I'll be on the phone with my coach friend, Felicia, and she'll say, this gal is just recently been promoted and she's managing a team. And here are some of the things that are happening in her world. She's over disclosing. She has a lack of, you know, real confidence and worth issues. And so there's a discussion on the phone before she comes out of these are the things we'd like to look at. So in hearing that she has just taken over a team and one of the things that's so difficult is when you have come from that team and you've been promoted and these it's were a whole different situation. Yeah. It's a whole different situation. Yeah. On top of that, what I don't know is until she walks in, she's a, a petite, very petite Asian American. And um, she it looks to me somatically, she looks really nervous and she looks more than nervous. She looks narrow in her body and really tentative. So um, we have our opening circle, her intention for learning. I set some program distinctions about what we're up to today. So she has a lens to look through, uh, clarifying that we will not be riding wild Mustangs. You know, all the work is on the ground, just in case well, no one her. It's really important that you set the, the stage for peoples because that starts to help them build and acclimate to your space, really. And then of course, our safety agreement 
which we talked about in the earlier presentation of I'm responsible for me today. I'm already so breathing there. Breathing, <sighs> yeah, and breathing right and having her breathe and get present. And so I can start to see she's laughing, she's smiling, she's excited. So I take her out. I have four horses in the round pin. I have a round pin. And I would also say to your audience, I have the luxury of having horses live out on land. Uh, they live as a you know integrated herd. So my way always of um, bringing horses in for, an, for a program is to open the gate and ask who wants to come in. My horses self-select. So I've You're got not the first person who has said that. So that's, um, that's being respectful to the horses and really inviting them to come into the work in a completely yeah. different way. Yeah, respectful and also humble because I, I don't live in the 93% of the information that's out there, they do, right? So interestingly enough, that morning when I opened the gate and let them in, the four biggest geldings I have in the herd came in. And now, of course, I'm seeing the juxtaposition between these enormous horses and this tiny little gal, tiny in, in, in height. Um, so still, trust the horse, trust the process. We go out and I say, this is your team. And I'd like you to go in and meet your team in any way that feels um, authentic and in any way that feels safe. And we've talked about safety, okay. So I look over at her and she's looking into the round pen. The horses are all standing at full attention, you know, looking at, looking out. And I look back and her eyes are welling up with tears and I look over and all four horses drop at the same time. They never disappoint, do they? Never. And, and uh, of course I know something's happening. I just don't know what. And I looked at her and I said, can you tell me what you're thinking? And she said, I thought they were too big for me to go in and eat. Mm -hmm. So if you weren't there, you wouldn't believe this. And I've done this thousands of times and I'm, I'm in awe. So I said, okay, well, they've taken you to heart. How do you feel now? And she said, I think I can go in. So of course they're, they're upright, their heads are upright, but every one of them is just sort of with their, you know, you've seen it, just that beautiful. They're tucked, you know, tucked. So as she goes in to say hello, um, each one that she goes to just completely lays oh my. down. And oh. she has a moment of getting herself present and settled and is asking what is their name and noticing about them. And I said, if it feels right to touch them, it's okay. Can I do that? Yes, you can. So she's down and she's, hello, how are you? And how's your morning? And you're so pretty. And then goes to the next one, Blah. all four. So they're all four flat now. I just, and so I see a lot of changes somatically in her body. She's smiling. Uh, she's, she's filling out here, uh, you know, uh, more horizontally. Uh, she looks taller. And of course we're debriefing. What was that like? What did you experience? She said, um, 
she started to really get emotional and share with us that as an Asian American living in San Francisco right now, at this time in the history, she's terrified. She's terrified for her life. She's terrified when she watches the news. She's terrified to go to work. She's terrified. And she feels like she has no power. And here she is faking it every day that she goes to work with this new team that she's supposed to be the manager of and doesn't feel that she's got the worthiness, the credentials, the, the, the chops and terrified, right? So there, that is part one of, what, of where we are in the discussion. And just to be able to disclose that and to also have somehow oh, released was huge. yes they were releasing it they were exhausted i mean they were showing her her exhaustion absolutely at first it was like this respect thing then it was just like yeah exhaustion yeah. Yeah. and when you talked about her body language initially the word that kept coming up for me was terrified <laughs> so that's interesting that uh i was getting that from you as you were describing it.